0: Hi there. Welcome to the Market Maven podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Dylan jensen a fashion designer turned farmer's market director, a social media specialist, and small business advocate. In this podcast, we peel back the layers of farmer's markets, diving into the why behind the 10 by 10 tents, showcasing the roots behind the organizations, and connecting those in our communities through education, stories, and more. Tune in this season to learn about how my job is weird, but worth it, bringing produce and powerful stories to the people. Hello, hello, everyone. You are listening to the Market Maven Podcast, episode number nine, Romaine Calm. And yes, I do mean romaine like the lettuce. So we're about a week, just a couple more days over a week, out from opening day of the Snohomish Farmer's Market. And the question I seem to be getting the most often is, are you ready? The truth is, no, I don't think that I can do this job for the next 10 years and be ready on opening day. However. I am here to say that I'm going to trust the process. I know that's super cliche. It's one of those signs that you get to hang up in your bathroom or your you know living room or whatever, but I'm going to trust the process. I'm going to trust that I have the knowledge and the experience and the people and we've done all of the information giving that we can to have a really great opening day. So that's what I'm going with. But You don't have to ask me if I'm ready because the answer is probably going to be no. And then you're going to look at me like I'm some crazy person What you're not ready. It takes so much to get ready for opening day. And really, at the end of the day, at the end of this day or opening day or any of the market days, it's just one more week. We We have more weeks to figure it out. We have 21 more weeks this season after opening day to figure it out. So maybe it's not going to be perfect on opening day or maybe it's not going to be to my type A expectations, but that's okay. I've done my due diligence. I've spent the last couple of weeks on Zoom and in-person all-member meetings trying to make sure my vendors feel prepared for their opening day. And that's really what a manager's job is, is to make sure that their vendors are ready to go for opening day as best they possibly can to give them the most tools the most options, the most information that they can feel comfortable and confident on opening day. There's so many other things that play into opening day that we can't control. So let's control what we can and give it up to the universe for the things that we can't. That is one of the biggest lessons that I think I have learned in this job is that I can't control everything. It doesn't have to be perfect on opening day and it probably won't be but my job is to make it appear as though it is and work through troubleshoot all of the things behind the scenes so that everybody else can't see that. Now, I do want to touch on the fact that I've spent, like I said, the last couple of weeks doing vendor 101, essentially rules, regulations, going over all of our processes and procedures. I want to touch a little bit on customer 101. Because customers. a huge facet of the people that I essentially manage on market days. Customer 101 entails showing up to the farmer's market, being a good customer, being a supportive customer, and that does not mean buying something from every single vendor there. Of course, it doesn't mean that. But there are some things that you can do to prepare yourself as a farmer's market fan to help our vendors feel more comfortable. One, don't show up early, especially on opening day. I know that you're so excited, we are so excited to be back too, that means that spring or maybe summer is actually on its way, but showing up early only causes more stress. Even if a vendor looks like they are set up and ready to go, they might be having that like last 15 or 30 minute zen, they might be eating lunch for the, or eating breakfast for that matter, it's opening day, right? They might be eating for the first time that day, getting some hydration or just meditating and we can't blame them for that. Actually, it's suggested that they set up early so that they can be ready and have those moments to just breathe. So, don't show up beforehand. I know you're eager. Don't just say that you're browsing beforehand because really it just creates a lot more stress. It creates stress on me, the market manager as well because technically we're not actually supposed to let anybody in the market footprint before three o'clock. It's a whole insurance liability thing. It has nothing to do with me wanting to prevent you from getting flowers before everybody else or getting that, you know, first selection of greens or berries or whatever that is. Just know that we have rules in place for a reason. We have a safety plan in place for a reason. And all of our vendors know this. So when you show up early they kind of look to me to enforce that rule. Let's not put them in that position. Be a good customer. The next piece of advice would be to make your shopping list for opening day, you know, the fruits and veggies that you want to procure, but have that be suggestive. We've had, if anybody here is in the Pacific Northwest, we've had one of the coldest springs on record. Now we had that last year too. It was one of the wettest springs on record. So Understand that our farmers have gone through hell and back trying to get things to grow when it's been freezing. You know, a lot of these farmers don't have greenhouses to start their crops in. Some of them do. So that's the ones that are going to have a little bit more. But please be patient. Please don't expect that because you saw something at the supermarket, even at some of the more organic chains like Whole Foods or Sprouts, that we're going to have it at the farmer's market. And please don't let your disappointment show. Because farmers are everything to us. Farmers are everything to farmers markets. And I think that we need to be more patient. You know, when we come to shop the first day, we let the excitement get the best of us. And yet we might end up disappointed if we have high expectations or these farmers are just bringing the best of what they have at this moment in time. And I promise you it will get better as the season goes on next up in the kind of thread of shopping lists make the list for those things that you might not think of when you think of a farmers market you know i'm i'm more referring to like our artisans and our crafters they have spent all off season you know creating and bringing their best a game for their products we have a lot of really really great new ones this year coming on board so these are people that thought that the best that they could do is to start a small business in the current economy. And I think that is extremely, extremely valuable, and it's very commendable. So think about Mother's Day gifts. Think about Father's Day gifts. Think about graduation gifts. Think about all those birthdays and parties and hostess gifts that you're going to need this summer. And think of our artisans and crafters. They often, you know, especially if you start a conversation with them, They will often do or offer to do something custom or make something out of a different fabric that they might not have that day. It's really difficult for some of them to bring everything that they have in stock. So strike up a conversation. Most of these folks are here because they love what they do. And again, like I said, it's commendable to start a business in the current economy or any economy, really. It takes some gusto to start your own business. And so talk with them and find out Some of the other things that they're offering, talk with them and tell them about what you're looking for specifically, and maybe a match can be made. Maybe not. It's not always going to happen, but that's okay. At least you've engaged them, you've made them feel really good about their products, and you can walk away knowing that you did your best and you're being your best customer self. Another in the customer 101 that I like to refer to is please don't use the term or the sentence. I could make that myself. At least don't say it with an earshot of the vendor that you're browsing their goods from. It's just not cool. I mean, how would you feel? I always try to put myself in somebody else's shoes. How would they feel? Maybe you can say that when you're down the aisle a little bit further, or you could just not say it at all because you don't know who's friends with who, and it's just kind of rude in general. So, yes, maybe you could make it. Maybe you're super crafty. Maybe you're thinking of starting your own business and coming to the farmer's market, which is fantastic. But you don't need to discredit the people that are there by saying that you could do something either better or for cheaper or any of those types of things. So just be kind. I mean, really all of these things come back to patience and kindness. Be kind as a customer. Be wary and be cognizant of those around you that maybe also are introverts and it's really, really tough for them to sell themselves. So understand that you're you're dealing with creatives and possibly introverts. and people that have already been out there for quite some time, you know, we start setting up for most of my markets at 11 or 11:30 when the markets don't start till two or three o'clock in the afternoon. We've already had a long day, and most everybody started even earlier than that, you know, prior to arrival. So hearing you say something like, I could make that or I could do this better just isn't necessary. Another tip I have for being a good customer at a farmer's market, and really a lot of these tips will go for street fairs or festivals or any of those types of things, is to just kind of be aware of your surroundings. A lot of times, especially in opening week and the opening weeks of the farmer's market, we haven't seen a lot of our community for some time. You've been wrapped up in school, you've been wrapped up in work, and the farmer's market is a lovely place to be social. But be aware of where you're being social. If you're blocking the entire entrance to a vendor's booth for 10 or 15 minutes, that's a huge portion of time for that vendor to not get new customers into their booth. So be aware your stroller might be blocking something, you yourself might be blocking something, maybe your big bouquet of flowers, you know, the way you're standing is just kind of preventing somebody from going into the booth. Just be aware of that and also be aware of where you do meet up with friends if you are kind of standing in the middle of the aisleway or the middle of the walkway. That can be kind of a deterrent as well for people and people get frustrated and They might just turn around and leave and miss the entire other portion of the market. So kind of be nice and kind again. I keep going back to kindness because that's what the world revolves around. And just be aware. I know COVID did kind of a number on our social skills, and that's okay. Everybody's suffering from that. But as we get back out into the world and as we get back to more normal with the start of farmer's market season... Try to be aware and just try to kind of think about things in a way that maybe you wouldn't before. That's what this episode is about. That's what I'm trying to do to help our customers be better at what they do. Next up, we're going to talk about families and large groups, especially those with children. We love children at the farmer's market. We have a kid's club. We have a revamped kids vendor day coming to Snohomish. We have a revamped kid's club coming to the Lake Stevens farmer's market Our regular kids club is coming back to the Stanwood Farmer's Market. We love kids at markets and we want to ensure that they create relationships with farmers and know where their food comes from. That is a huge goal for me. That is what brings me a lot of life and a lot of smiles is to see our kids learn about the food systems that we have in place and the agriculture rich areas that we live in. However, we do have some sweet treats at the Farmer's Market, which is a bonus and always fantastic, especially for littles. When they end up having a sweet treat or when they end up getting a popsicle or some ice cream or some kettle corn, we all love that stuff too. They end up getting sticky fingers. And I don't mean sticky fingers like they're going to be the bandits from Home Alone and, you know, stick their hand in something and steal. But They might have sticky fingers that want to touch jewelry or touch soap or body care items or even touch fabric items, fiber arts, those types of things. Be aware, parents, that this can kind of create some problems for vendors, especially those with really nice tablecloths. A lot of these vendors do markets back to back to back. They don't have time to take their tablecloths home and wash them overnight. It's just one more thing in the mad dash of being a vendor at various events and festivals and markets so try to keep your littles from touching a lot of things especially if they've had sticky you know or sweet treats just try I know I know I'm not a parent so I can't really speak to how easy or hard that is but it's just one of those things where you make a conscious effort and the vendors really really appreciate that now I've already talked a little bit about the epic spring that we've had and I say that with utmost sarcasm but know that we are open, rain or shine. There are few, very few weather events that will absolutely close us down. And we don't need to go into those because I think I've gone into them in other podcast episodes. But we will be there if it's raining. And we need you to be there if it's raining. It sucks, but it's been raining for eight months at this point, And most people have managed to go to the start of softball season or the start of soccer season or be out in the fall last year with the cold and the wet. So we ask that you do the same for our vendors and our farmers and just show up to the market even if it's not as long of a visit as you planned. It goes a long way. It goes a long way in keeping the morale of our vendors and our farmers up and it keeps them coming back each week. Again, I'm not saying that you need to purchase from everybody, you can make it a quick visit But if everyone that was considering not going to the farmer's market came for a quick visit, it would be worlds of difference on a rainy day, especially a rainy opening day. If anybody was around or if anybody is listening to this that was around last May, it was like close to breaking point. We had a new location in Snohomish and it was raining. I think every Thursday for the first six weeks of the farmer's market, we had gushing, gushing rivers down the sides of the streets. We had, I mean, it felt like the rain was falling upwards sometimes because the puddles were so just thick with water. So know that we will be there no matter what. So we really hope that you can be there no matter what. Remember Days like we have like today and this week that are super warm and we're getting that touch of spring and know that just your 5 or 10 or 15 minute visit to grab your coffee, to grab your kettle corn, to grab a couple batches of greens and maybe even dinner to go (laughs) is going to be so much better in the long run. It's going to keep our vendors happy and it's going to keep them coming back. It's why the Snohomish farmers market in particular has been able to grow from 30 or 40 vendors on a Thursday evening to 125 on opening day for the last few years. That's because of our customers and that's because of our customers showing the tenacity to keep coming back and to keep supporting. So I ask you to kind of remember that and remember that we need you no matter what because we're there no matter what. It's the same amount of work no matter what grab your galoshes, grab your umbrellas, grab your raincoats. I know we all have them. We're in the Pacific Northwest and come on down and support the farmer's market, rain or shine. The last little bit I want to talk about as far as kind of customer 101 is just having grace. And again, coming back to that showing kindness and, you know, remain calm Remaining calm in the farmer's market setting when you're frustrated or when you're coming to me, the manager, with a problem is really going to help the solution be the best possible outcome. Being gracious with farms who may have advertised something that they're bringing to market and they sold out really quickly. Being gracious when a new vendor maybe doesn't have everything in line or their square isn't working. Or, or they're asking you to pay in cash because, you know, maybe they didn't charge their battery last night on their phone, having that grace and remaining calm is going to be the best for everybody involved. I want to touch a little bit on people that might end up interacting with me, the market manager. I have, you know, we have some really amazing staff and volunteers that help out at the market, but oftentimes you're catching me after very little sleep, especially next Thursday, I definitely will not have had a lot of sleep because I'll be nervous and running through all the things that I needed to do um, before now. But you're going to be catching me at a stressful time. I might not outwardly appear stressed, just like some of our vendors may not appear stressed outwardly, but they probably are. And they're probably dying inside to know that they've made a mistake, that they didn't cross all of their T's and dot all of their I's. I had a spelling mistake on our farmer's market poster that already got blasted out to way too many people. And, you know, it's, it was an O, not an E. And I'm just rolling with it. I'm showing grace. I'm showing kindness to the artist. It's no big deal. At the end of the day, we're not curing cancer. And there are people that do that, that have way more stressful jobs than us. And I still stress as much sometimes as it feels like somebody working in a lab to cure major diseases so have some grace have a lot of grace and show up and be kind and smile these are the reasons that we're going to keep coming back these are the reasons that we are going to keep having farmers markets these are the reasons that we're going to keep having thriving farmers markets so that you can enjoy the sound of music the you know flamenco guitarist playing on the carnegie lawn the wafting of kettle corn through the air and just that energy of smiling, happy people, shopping from local neighbors and growers and creators that we bring together every week in the summer for often 12, 15, 16, 18, 22 weeks. Have grace, show kindness, and remain calm. Thank you so much for tuning into the Market Maven podcast. You can find out more about what I do, along with direct links to farmers markets I manage at www.yourmarketmaven.com. Check out the show notes for links.